T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Nerd talk, nerd talk, talk about nerd talk, yeah! Welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. What up? I'm Gregor uh, from uh, Odyssey's Nerd Talk, where we do this all over the place. You get it. Okay, okay, okay. And he used to be a managing editor here at Odyssey. Now he's just a guy making jokes on Twitter. Soon you'll be able to pay him for that service. He's Brandon from the internet, and he does this for free. I would love to be paid for something uh, related to this podcast. Mostly I've just <laughs> been re- like I've just mainly been tweeting about whales a lot recently. Um, and no, I'm not referring to my pregnant wife. I'm referring to the actual, uh, sorry, Catherine, she doesn't listen to this, but (laughs) (laughs) mainly the animals in the sea, the, 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 the cetacean, uh, species. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Um, neither of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain, but if you are, let us know what we get wrong, or better yet, tell us something that we get right. That'd be nice. They're going to be like, you pronounced cetacean wrong. Uh, if you could uh, tell a friend or you know share this or something like that, that'd be awesome. Or you could just holler at us with your answer to this episode's question of the week. This question of the week might be one of my favorite questions is which animal, uh, sorry, which extinct animal would you bring back from the dead? Okay. okay, I'm glad you said extinct because I'm like my dead dog. That is better yeah. than my new dog, which is terrible. Oh. So maybe just give give him some time. Give the new dog some time. Maybe it'll uh, be better. Like rosemary in time, or yeah, like... yeah. No, give him some time. And uh, I <laughs> wow, think dog... your breath smells great, new dog. <laughs> are, are dogs allergic to that? <laughs> maybe he'll die. We'll find out. Oh, we'll find out oh, next. Yeah, we have a puppy that just bites like crazy. She's yeah. just like, she's very defensive of the couch and everything. She's like very cute. She come up and be like, hi, I'm very cute. I'm like, oh, and then she's like, snap. And I'm like, yeah. ah, I hate you so much. Isn't she a doodle? <laughs> yeah, she's part. Yeah, she's a doodle. She's an Aussie doodle. Oh yeah, isn't? Aren't they like um, so often terrible? Yeah. <laughs> No, there's like her two siblings, their problems are they bark a lot, and hers oh, okay. is that she bites like crazy. So yeah, well, lots of training. Yeah. yeah, doodles are tough. They're tough. They're uh, they're characters. But she's my brother, very my cute. brother has a doodle, and she's the cutest. And um, but I know that he has some problems with her sometimes. So I'm gonna have to uh, reach out. <laughs> that's why I got a greyhound who just leaks wiener juice everywhere. <laughs> We're off to a great start. (laughs) Social media giant and low-key supervillain Facebook announced their big name change, obviously. They said, quote, today we're introducing Meta, short for Metaverse, which brings together our apps and technologies under a new company brand. 
Did they have special guest Spider-Man explain it to people, like a Marvel-Facebook collab? We talked about this a little bit last time, about what they would choose for their metaverse or whatever, but they just shortened it straight to meta. Uh, Jewish Twitter had a blast mocking meta, though, which apparently in Hebrew is the word for dead. So, Facebook is dead, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I <Yeah>. love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Facebook, you're the worst. I, I've always said that... Um, uh, so my my great grandmother was Jewish, uh, and my uh, grandma was you know Jewish, and so therefore like I think uh, if, as far as I have always been told is that um, Judaism is passed down matrilineally, meaning that it's passed down by, via your mom. Okay, and yeah, so, your mom, <laughs> your mom, and uh, so my great grandma, my grandma, my mom, and then me, and so um, I am wondering, am I allowed to use Jewish Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I I am not going to chime in on that because, because I'm I feel like I missed out on a lot. Of, I feel like I missed out on a lot of jokes uh, when Meta came around, and I was like, man, I should really learn Hebrew or get on Jewish Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is like a big dead company that owns all the other stuff like Instagram and WhatsApp, and that's the part that's changing names. I just want to refresh this. Point that you'll still get your misinformation, propaganda, and bored parent play-by-play of Halloween or whatever from the proper Facebook.com. You won't actually have to enter anything new to receive all this misinformation. It's basically Facebook rebranded, and uh, all of the same evil people are still in charge. <laughs> yes, they had a couple very bad weeks, so they're like, let's just change names. Maybe people yeah. won't remember, yeah. except for the thing that actually makes us the money. We're going to keep that the same name. So really, this is pointless. I'm going to go commit a bunch of crimes, but then I'm going to legally change my name. That way they can't prosecute me for them. Let's go, Brandon. No, not that one. <laughs> now, here's That's actually the reason I'm going to legally change my name. <laughs> now, what would you change it to? Helicopter, because you've really got me on that. <sighs> That's what I wanted to name my child, my first kid, and we could call him Chopper. Ah, can, I, can, I, can I legally change my name and you can legally adopt me? But then I can't use Jewish Twitter. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't think it changes your lineage, buddy. I think I just have to pay your like medical bills and buy oh, okay, clothes yeah. and stuff. So. Then definitely <laughs> adopt me. In a twist for Meta, Seattle author Neil Stevenson, who's written some... I just got done reading Anathem, and it's... Boy... Heady, you gotta check it out. Anyway, Neil Stevenson must have been a bit shocked. The metaverse is a term he coined in a steampunk, now classic novel called Snow Crash. He wrote it back in 1992, which is obviously ancient. I was 12 at the time. Wow, God, I'm ancient. The author was quick to distance himself, though, from the data hoovering social media giant because gross, right? You don't wanna, no one wants to be associated with that. That's not a fellow CEO or something like that, right? But I want to know if there's a world where he can successfully sue Zuckerberg and Facebook. You think that's like possible? Possible, yes. Um, does local steampunk author against massive conglomeration lawyers ever happen? Probably not. It's funny. I think that um, you would think if a company like Facebook, which has the resources, that, sorry, a company like Meta that has <laughs> the resources that it has these days, one of the richest, most valuable companies in the history of mankind, um, they when they launched their logo, which is kind of, what do they call those? Like the Mobius strips, right? Or like an infinity yeah. loop, right? That is uh, shaped like an M. Uh, and it looks 
almost identical to the logo for a migraine app <laughs> that's obvious, like that's very popular. And you would think, <laughs> and, and like, look, there's 8 billion people on the planet. Anything that you do at any point in your life has probably been done or said before, right? Like there's no room for new things anymore with this too many people, honestly, too many people. And a company like Facebook with the resources that it has, you would think would at least be able to be like, let's not make this look like something else that exists on the internet, right? <laughs> or like, at least let's go pay that migraine app to say, hey, we're going to we're gonna use this now, thanks. But here's your, you know six million dollars or whatever i don't i don't know what money is after you know a hundred dollars really um so it's just it's just wild to me that they just like blatantly put this out and they're like oh uh whoops (laughs) guess we uh own you now migraine app (laughs) so i i would assume that there would if he pushed the issue there could be some sort of cash settlement but i had this idea that rather than like getting it going after the money just like on their like on their sign outside the headquarters, and I would say letterhead, but no one uses that anymore. Just put an asterisk followed by term stolen from Neil Stevenson. <laughs> so, meta, term stolen maybe, from Neil Stevenson. Maybe, there would be such satisfaction in that. Maybe they have to recruit Neil Stevenson for a, um, like a series of perfume like commercials, you know, you know how uh, you'll have like basically a bunch of black and white film, and it'll be some famous person, and it'll be like, Bleh, patio. It's, it's going to be Meta, <laughs> meta. by Neil Stevenson. <laughs> oh, de Meta. <laughs> and, then, and then Neil Stevenson just gets to, you know, uh, be sexy and like ride a horse shirtless for a bit. And honestly, that's worth at least a billion dollars that they could pay him for, uh, for the name Meta. Wow, this gets weird real fast. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> So, ocean scientists think that the reason great white sharks bite us is because, not that we're so dang tasty, we don't, we barely have any scrumptious blubber for them to consume, but rather that the ones that snatch us might just have terrible vision. <laughs> like, they, like, they need shark glasses, like a trip to Costco for, like, toilet paper and vision correction. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It explains what it explains why they can't be fighter pilots. That's it. I was always wondering uh, why they why they can't be fighter pilots. I, they could do that thing like what was that um, what was that movie the the where the the lady falls in love with the weird fish guy um, is made by the same guy that made Hillboy. Uh, you know you know what I'm talking you know what I'm talking about. No. Oh, okay. There's a there was a movie. It like won an Oscar. It, like it it was a, a a very popular movie just like a few years ago where a basically sea creature uh, is uh, a woman falls in love with it and they I don't know if they have sex or not. Uh, I know that's what everybody's thinking who's listening to this. Um, I don't know, but all I'm picturing is a is a shark in a watertight fighter jet. <laughs> this new remake of Top Gun is weird, <laughs> but awesome. <laughs> fighter and, shark, pew 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 pew. pew fighter how dare shark. you? You stop that right now. 
What would the call sign for a shark be if it was in a Top Gun movie? Like? Chomper. <laughs> God, that's what I wanted to name my bitey dog, Dr. Chompers. Oh, oh Dr. Chompers. Oh, I wanted to call her Dr. Chompers, and my buddy Cool Keith chimes in, he's like, DDS, right? And I was like, oh yeah. my God. Dr. Chompers. <laughs> Dr. Chompers DDS is the best dog name ever. I- so I'm actually uh, not super surprised that a shark has terrible vision because, um, as I've mentioned multiple times on this podcast or on this <laughs> show recently, I've been very into whales lately. Okay, and um, and the thing about uh, whales is that they think that uh, they don't. <laughs> the thing about whales is how like ninety percent of my conversations start these days. Uh, <laughs> is they don't have great vision. They they say that like they really can't see that far. Uh, uh, beyond their own body and so i would imagine sharks i mean they're not in the same sharks are not cetaceans they are not underwater mammals uh they are more like fish because they don't breathe oxygen um that that sharks might not be similar for that reason but they're big underwater you know sea monsters so probably they don't have the best vision um speaking of whales uh i i'm not surprised that they don't see well but i'm also uh the thing about whales <laughs> the the theory that they're the reason they're eating humans is by accident makes a lot of sense to me because orcas right so uh, a couple nights ago was halloween and i uh instead of watching a scary movie because my wife doesn't like those we watched free willy uh because she had never seen it <laughs> and they say that the only time, and this is true, like even to this day, even since 1993 when the movie came out, is that an orca has never killed uh, a human in the wild. They've the only time an orca's killed a human is in captivity, and it's it's not by eating them; it's by you know crushing them or flipping them out of the water and they die. Right? I don't know how that happens. Um, anyway, so these orcas, uh, I'm starting to realize they're probably not not eating you everybody's like oh whales are so friendly they're not eating you because they're so friendly it's like no they're not eating you because you're not worth their time because if you look about the amount of meat that you have on your body uh looking at you greg uh if you look (laughs) at the don't have to tell me about that i spent all sunday morning like crying because of it so cool (laughs) they look at the amount of meat that you have on your body versus a a a seal like a harbor seal or you know Fifty thousand fish in a day. Uh, you're you're really just not not worth their time to to eat. So they're yeah they, they might be friendly. They might do the tricks and the things like that. But your bone to blubber ratio is all wrong. The boat. The all right. We've talked about statistics on this show often. The number of bones you have. Okay. The amount of bones that we have versus the amount of blubber on our body, which as far as I know, as far as the scientific term blubber is concerned, is zero except for you, Greg. <laughs> it's a, first of all, I'm very sensitive about this. I'm having a very hard time with this. You don't have blubber. You don't have blubber. Scientifically. <laughs> Scientifically speaking. I see that tight black shirt you're wearing. You you have blubber, Greg. I'll be over here crying, but <laughs> I was gonna say something like Karen, but then I just looked at you and I felt like, well, if I call no, no. a lady I was there for it. I yeah, I felt okay. judged. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. definitely, it was definitely quite the problem. <laughs> Just keep up with your karate. You're doing great. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Almost a black belt. Almost there. <laughs> a new folder feature is coming to Google Photos, and you can use it on your iPhone. It'll have security features to keep sensitive photos, I mean, we're talking about nudes here, right, safe. I feel like this would be a good idea for, like, I don't know if you had like a legal document or something like that, but no one who snaps a nude then thinks, 
I need to put this into my secure folder so I can use it later. Like this, this doesn't happen. You're like, here's my wiener, check it out, or like whatever you do. I've, I've never actually sent a wiener photo to anyone, but anyway. Um, then I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, unless someone else sends you one and you're going to use it later, then I right. guess you could be cool and put it in your secure folder. But like, no one's worried about other people's privacy, right? I think maybe it's more certainly of a... not Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're hiding it from Meta. You're uh, <laughs> this is my Meta wiener. No, I think what happens is that you take a picture of your own wiener, and you're you're like, man, this is a pretty good angle. I gotta show some people this later, but only when I want to. What? I'm gonna put this behind a locked folder. I don't I don't know. I think it's a great feature, but like yeah, I think that they're realistically saying, or what they're what they're at least publicly saying is. Hey, have a have a screenshot of some bank information. Make sure that that's not just sitting out in your in your photos for the inevitability when we get hacked. Yeah. No, they're saying put it behind put your all of your legal and important things behind this folder when in reality who they're pitching this to is everybody who creates content for OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So when you show your when you show uh your mom pictures of your dog, and about Excuse how me? cute and bitey they are. Wait, did uh, you say dog or? <laughs> well, that's the important distinction here is that when you're showing your family pictures of your cute dog and they start swiping, you don't have to be worried anymore. Uh, well played. That's a great point, man. <laughs> so someone's trying to ruin the holidays again. This time by it's... sending me their nudes. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll put it behind a locked folder. Stop sending people a meta wiener and saying that it's for the holiday card, okay? It's not. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Someone's trying to ruin the holidays again, this time not with non-offensive cups. We really need more to do. Uh, people love getting offended by those. No, this time it's by combining hoard, horrid flavors. <laughs> whore flavors. This, this one is Aurora whore. This one is... <laughs> Sorry. By combining horrid flavors, introducing the Christmas killing hot dog flavored candy cane. No. Last did, <laughs> last week on this show, we talked about which um, flavor of soda that you wished existed. And really what we ended up talking about was all of the flavors of soda that do exist that shouldn't. <laughs> this is the right. flavor of candy cane that should not absolutely not exist. Or soda, for that matter. <laughs> like, or soda. Honestly, hot dog flavored anything at this point. If, unless it's a hot dog, it should Even not be then, flavored like a hot dog. <laughs> Slap like, some cream cheese is, on it, though, and I'm game. Is this a 20-year-old like Limp Biscuit album or something like that? Like, is that what we're going for here? <laughs> Archie McPhee is the villain in this one, um, again. And this is like, I get it because... Like when you have young nieces or nephews or something like that, and you want to get them a fun goof gift for, you know, I got my nephew uh, pickle flavored ones once upon a time, and he thought terrible. that was so funny. Yeah, terrible. But he like, you know, he was twelve, and he was like, "That's the funniest thing ever." Like, like a fart machine is like the yeah, number yeah. one gift for him, other than Xbox or something like that. Anyway, Archie McPhee added again uh, their previous flavors that they've done this with pickle. I know they had a bacon one, uh, mac and cheese. I just have a hard time with the mac and cheese candy cane. I got to get past that though because we t as we talked about like there's like a certain, you know, cheesecake is delicious and that's kind of the same idea here, sweet yeah. sweet mac and cheese. And I feel like um, people get behind bacon flavored things all the time. Like you've got bacon flavored vodka, you've got bacon flavored apparently candy canes. It just seems like one of those things that people uh love to to get flavored, but you can put 
a hot dog flavored candy cane right in your secure Google Photos file and delete <laughs> yeah. it forever. <laughs> Feed that to that shark that's looking for blubber. That's what he's looking for. <laughs> um, there's another. This is. I. Th- I feel like I need the clip from um, from Parks and Rec though. That like. I feel like Archie McPhee should go straight to jail for clam flavored candy cane. I guess that goes back to the whore thing that I was talking about earlier. But, uh... <laughs> oh my gosh. That's just the worst make a flavor. Killing. It's a take it home with you. <laughs> which is the which is the worst flavor? Is it clam or hot dog flavor candy cane? Oh, I Hot dog flavored candy cane sounds like a thing that um, homeschool kids would enjoy unironically. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> They'd be like, ah, this, is... this tastes like, go just on. like. <laughs> go on with that. I want to know more. Well, I just feel like um, my friend and I have this theory that, like, uh, and he might know a little bit more from personal experience, is that homeschool kids love hot dog like he this friend will eat hot dogs like without like he'll buy a ballpark frank and then eat it out of the packaging no cooking no warming it up and like he was like my house growing up smelled like hot dog water just just that that left i was on board until then man yeah and so i'm but that's what i'm saying is like this this guy will will suck down a a a hot dog uh for 30 percent off off his only fans this week He will suck down a hot dog like it's nothing. And I'm like, bro, at least put some barbecue, like ketchup, any, like put a bun around it, even if it's a dry bun and a cold dog. Like, just dress it up a little bit. It'll make me feel so much better about being your friend. So I guess that's the only reason I'm thinking, like, this dude might actually like a hot dog flavored uh, candy cane. My wife is vegan and, like, she's super cool and she's, like, very tolerant of all of the weird meat eating things that I do. But like I can think of nothing ruder than to go home and throw like a a hot dog on like the griddle to heat it up or something like that. Like and then she comes home and she's like, "Oh, like what is? <laughs> what are you doing?" I'm like oh, it's not doing it. anything for you. Or no? <laughs> you don't like my grilled wiener? Yeah. Brandon's yeah. got a pick for that. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me search in my secure folder. I like I think about it. it. Must be like an '80s thing or something like that. We already established how old I am, but it must be like an '80s thing. Where I can remember the two weird things that, that would happen at my grandmother's house, this does not sound like a good setup, is that she would cut up apple slices and put salt on them. Yeah, I think I heard you talking about this recently. It's like a Hungarian yeah. thing, right? No, this was just a Midwest thing. The Hungarian oh, okay. thing was the radishes on rye bread with butter. That's a very I mean, weird. basically the same thing. Same thing. I mean, it's an apple radish. <laughs> like, an apple is like a war radish. <laughs> like, it's yeah, like. Okay, perfect. No, other way around. Other way around. Yeah, other yeah, way around. Yeah. A radish is radish, like a war ra- apple. A radish is just a spicy apple. <laughs> a spicy floor apple. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, but anyway, th- that was one of the things. The other would be cold hot dogs. Like, um, uh, I, I like once talked her into freezing one for me so I could see what it was like to eat that. <laughs> hot yeah, dog like- popsicle? <laughs> so where? who are you? Who are you to come back here and just be like, oh, gross, hot dog candy cane, when you're the idiot at home freezing hot dogs? <laughs> Ease up there, guy. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Not an idiot. Sorry. Got a little carried away there. But I, I was it, I very it. upset. 
Uh, yeah, I don't have any ground to stand on. Which brings us to uh, the question of the week. Just keep kicking this around. Which extinct animal would you bring back from the dead? <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep thinking about that there as I awkwardly change subjects. That uh, brings us to uh, a segment where we examine the things that make life terrible. It's why we're all left. Where this week, the F stands for fossils. Scientists in Canada discovered an old-ass ruby, as Brandon puts it, in Greenland that apparently has carbon present, which indicates it is the remains of ancient life forms. The life forms were, quote, most likely dead microorganisms such as cyanobacteria, according to the scientists from the University of Waterloo. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they, how big is they, this thing? It's so it's like a, the ruby. At this point, I'm like, look. This ruby that is two 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 and a half billion years old, uh, they were able to date it. So two and a half billion years old, and they they basically assume that that is when um, life on Earth would have began anyway. So they're ta- they're saying that this is the oldest, I guess, uh, res- life life residue. <laughs> <laughs> that exists at this point and uh it, it helped to develop this ruby and so i'm like yeah you know maybe it's most likely dead microorganisms such as cyanobacteria or whatever until you you say that and then you try to resurrect it you go all jurassic park on it and it turns out that you resurrected milkus <laughs> again <laughs> <laughs> every week this happens well how does milkus keep coming back this is amazing <laughs> you mean the ancient reptilian god of lactation how could so, you not acknowledge milkus so is your animal to bring back from extinction the cyanobacteria <laughs> so you can start making oh milkus maybe no definitely not milkus is milkus no, ruby red <laughs> like is yeah, it red oh, colored God. <laughs> if if anybody is listening to this and could just draw us a picture of what they think the ancient <laughs> reptilian god of lactation looks like cuz all like literally in my mind every time we talk about it all i can picture is a komodo dragon with boobs <laughs> also available on my only fans this week for 30% off 30% off yeah <laughs> Brandon will suck down a hot dog and show you his, his representation of a lizard with boobs. <laughs> Not just a lizard, a Komodo dragon. Yeah, Specifically a Komodo dragon. I don't know. It's just what it anyway. It's I think it's pretty. It's uh, uh, I, I would say a that a lizard with its foot up on the counter like this, and then it's just. <laughs> I wish that people listening could just see what you've just done uh, by milking yourself into the air. <laughs> <laughs> from a from a place of comfort, thank you. It's per- it's perfect because uh, uh, your name is Greg and I have nipples. Greg, <laughs> can you milk me? Do you get that? Do you get that a lot? Do people ever say that to you? I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's, oh, it's dude, very meet strange. the parents. Meet with the parents no, with no context, Brandon. With no context, that was the weirdest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I have nipples too. Can you milk me? What? It, in 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 the movie Meet the Parents with Ben Stiller. And Robert De Niro, uh, he says to Ben Stiller, who plays a vet, says to Robert De Niro that you can milk anything with nipples because he's talking about milking a cat. And he says, I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? (laughs) And um, it was very funny. I thought it was a very funny uh, reference because you don't get the name Greg in a lot of movies. And I just thought it was funny. But let me understand something. Is Ben Stiller the one that's called Greg in this movie? Yeah. 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 (sighs) His name is Greg. His name is Greg Fokker. (sighs) Yeah. Nothing could be worse. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I know. It's not your fault. All right. The F this week also stands for French fries. What? I'm actually, 
Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's uh, I love I'm, French fries. Same. I went to check out Washington State's first fast food robot. And like, wow. you may have heard, you may have heard or seen videos of Flippy, the burger flipping robot. Okay, that's like a thing. But the Cali Burger in Shoreline features a robot that automates the entire fry cooking process. There's a if you go to my Instagram at Hey Gregor or. I posted there or 107.7 the end. One of the two. Um, you can watch this robot in action. I took video of it, right? I guess it keeps people from getting those annoying sizzling grease burns, keeps you from coming home smelling like a fryer. And for now, they can stay employed, evidently, says the owner, the guy that I was talking to, or the store manager. And he was like, yeah, yeah, we just have people focusing more on customer service and making the burgers. Well, this robot automates the whole process. The fries get poured into the basket that it has. It goes and picks up a basket, brings it over. Fries get poured in. It takes it back, drops it in, shakes it up a little bit, and then it sets a timer. And it waits. And it's like, I guess they're perfectly cooked every single time that this happens. You just like end up with like the same quality all through as as long as the oil is changed or the grease or whatever is changed. Oil? Yeah, oil is changed regularly and everything. So this robot then picks them back up and takes it and dumps it into a bowl, and that the person assembling the bag of food or whatever takes those fries and puts it in. And I got to tell you, they were incredible. I'm not for robots taking our job or whatever, but it was pretty cool. Uh, well, you know, I might be for robots taking our job in this specific instance because yeah. well, I guess I have a few things to that... that this brings up for me. First of all, little known fact, I worked at a famous fast food restaurant for about two weeks when I was 16. And while working there, I manned the fry station and I instantly got taken off the fry station because Hmm. one of the first things that I did was burn the crap out of my arm when I picked the basket out of the thing and I was trying to back up and I got bumped and it hit, it hit my arm. And so I got all burnt. And so first, I mean, Hey, we're, that would have never happened if it was a robot doing it in the first place. However, at the same time, uh, I love when you get like a bag of, of the fries or whatever. And at the very bottom or sometimes in there you have like this inconsistency in fries like you've got some of the crispy ones which i'm like not a super big fan of but then you got like those hella greasy gross like nasty floppy just noodly fries and those are the best and so i'm worried that if we if we over robotize this bad boy that we're gonna run out of these amazing like inconsistencies where hey my wife and I can share a thing of fries she gets all the crispy ones I get all the gooey ones and now thinking about a gooey fry sounds really terrible but it's it's delicious okay so I guess I, that's that's my only concern so tell me in your experience what? having eaten eaten these fast food robot fries yeah uh, did did you feel like you got a, a good uh, consistency or a good diversity of french fries in there no no diversity of french fries because it's like so well maintained and it doesn't spill any and there's not the weird anomalies that happen from humans like it's not like i think in major league baseball they should replace the umpire at the plate with they have a you know a perfectly good pitch tracker on the screen that should be what's calling balls and strikes so there's no but then you lose the human element of somebody cheating so it's like yeah or (laughs) are paying a teenager (laughs) you you gotta have that (laughs) or pay a teenager like minimum wage to not give a crap at all about your product slash business or anything. And then burn the crap out of himself in the kitchen. Yeah. And that sucks. And that is like a big thing that the guy was talking about. It's like kind of caged in with plexiglass so people can watch it happen, but there's not any interaction. And if it, I was like, well, what if it breaks down? He's like, oh, we take the glass off and we can wheel them out and it's no big deal. Oh, okay. It's like the robot pizza maker at Costco. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, dude. You got to see that's next. That's got to be your next trip. 
Yeah, I'm going to Costco like today probably. So that's I'm in. Yeah, oh, how great. exciting! Yeah. yeah, it's um, I I worry that you know the why we're all after whatever is that these robots like this are going to start being able to do all those jobs. And I wor- there's like this weird thing where people tell people who are entitled, well, go. When I was a kid, I got a job working at McDonald's or go go flip a burger to learn a thing or two. And like, well, the same people who are saying that are the ones who are buying up the the machines to replace the teenagers from being able to do that. And you're like kind of your example of how to be a stronger person is getting replaced by your need to be a profitable machine. Pay you $15 an hour. I'd rather spend a billion dollars on this robot that always makes fries, but he doesn't make the gooey ones. <laughs> also, I just want you to know that um, I'm, I like the crispy crunchy ones better. So, Oh or, man, we could, so, we so, could have, fri- we could have fries together. Hey, that's nice. In, uh, yeah. in Seattle, when you go to Dick's drive-in, you love their fries, right? Oh yeah. They're, they're top. They're top for me. Yeah, so that's that's where we're different. Where I'm like, these are worthless and gross. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, I like I like a baked fry so much. Like you in the in the air fryer. Oh man, yeah. Let's go. Look, look. I am I am a uh, I am for the most part fry agnostic. It's like you you <laughs> you don't just... believe that they exist. <laughs> or you don't acknowledge that they exist. <laughs> I don't acknowledge that they exist until they're in my mouth. <laughs> as soon as I as soon as it's gone, I'm like, what was that? <laughs> but look, you you cook a potato in just about any way and i'm gonna enjoy it okay i had a great just, baked potato last night man uh, just oh. like uh cooked cut in half put face down on a cookie sheet and then cooked and brought out and it's like kind of crispy and you add yeah. some butter to that sucker some oh. salt let's go you know you ever get the question of like what uh if if you could if you were stranded on an island and you were stuck with one food for the rest of life of your life what yeah. would it be yeah. I, I my go-to answer for a long time and this is Escargo. not the question of, of the week yeah, yeah definitely not <laughs> okay go the band <laughs> my, the things i would take the only band okay go the only food escargot <laughs> okay go escargot <laughs> okay, go. That's going just all day. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it'd be potatoes. That's my answer to that to that question. Because you can have them so many different ways. I could have crinkle cut French fries. I could have the gooey ones. I could have the crispy ones. I could have some JoJo's. I could have a baked potato. I could have au gratin. I go. I guess you need other things to help make those things uh, tasty. But anyway, I I, I I would choose poke. Um, you can have crinkle oh. cut. You can have. No, I, would, I would also. I think choose <laughs> potato. I think that would yeah, be. Yeah, I just one. feel like it's man. Just imagine if all you ate from now on was poke bowls. Just like my so... mother-in-law would judge you very hard because she doesn't think you should eat anything out of the ocean. What? Yeah, not even garbage. She... <laughs> I know. What am I supposed to do? Okay, so French fry uh, robots and um, and bug guts, or I guess what is it like bacteria guts forming things. Milkus, all these things are why we're effed. But it's something positive to balance it all out. Scientists at the San Diego Zoo have discovered that the critically endangered California condor, a massive vulture that looks like a terrifying turkey, is reproducing asexually. <laughs> so he doesn't have to hide anything uh, in his OnlyFans. Or I guess she doesn't have to hide anything in her secret folder for OnlyFans. I mean, I guess this brings us to the question of the week because I mean, well, we'll get there. Like, the all right, science- this condor, this condor is going extinct. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's. Uh, 
I don't know why. I mean, I guess it's sad to see any any creature, any species on this planet go extinct because of humans and the things that we cause this planet yeah. to get worse, right? This, so I guess this is not why we're all effed, but you know, it did lead us to this point. So these condors are going extinct. They're beautiful, massive. I mean, they're not beautiful. They're terrifyingly ugly. They just look like turkeys that fly, which I live in a place where turkeys are always uh, crossing the street and they go in big packs and they'll just stop in the middle of the street and like stare at you. And then I'll send my dog to chase them. And then you realize that turkeys actually can fly uh, because they, they, they fly up into a tree to get away from my dog. We're just trying to keep them off the yard. I'm not trying to kill a turkey or anything. Yeah, like yeah. That. Anyway, I digress. These flying massive vultures these california condors there's like 500 of them left i think it's like something Mm -hmm. like 580 but uh so they've had these scientists at the zoo whose job is to make sure that these these birds are just getting it on and when they showed up to make sure that they were you know uh they found out that a few of these they found a few of these baby chicks the uh, a few baby uh condor turkeys things i don't know what they're all anyway yeah yeah, they found a couple of yeah i know that they're called condors they chicks i think that they're called chicks right they found a couple of these chicks and uh what they found is they were like well we didn't know because what they do is they try to track to make sure that they're not interbreeding that these condors aren't uh interbreeding and that they there's enough diversity in the male female population yada 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 what they found is when they did some genetic testing of these new baby chicks is that they were homozygous, meaning that of all of the genetic things that they test for uh, in these animals, they were all identical to the mother's genetics, which means that these condors, um, well, actually, what it really means is that the second coming of Christ is nigh and the virgin birth of this condor means that Jesus has come back in the form of a flying, terrifying turkey uh, and he's <laughs> going to save our souls or rapture is about to happen raptor 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 yeah <laughs> isn't raptor a type of falcon hold they're all yeah hold on though you say that jokingly that the second bird coming jesus of bird jesus is here or whatever but if birds are just dinosaurs are the dinosaurs coming back bro oh my well okay Get the ruby from Greenland. You mix in some dinosaur jam. So, like, is go. coming back. <laughs> yeah, we got everything. I mean, it, it is it is crazy. Like one of my first things that I thought of after I thought of the um, uh, uh, Jesus for birds coming back. <laughs> the one of the first things that I thought of is like often a lot of the things that uh, a lot of the scientific or medical marvels that come to uh, humans, right? come from studying animals so trying to learn like how do octopus how octopus how do octo octopuses that's what happens uh, when you wake up in the morning and the stream goes everywhere (laughs) (laughs) okay okay (laughs) We can be done. <laughs> Scientists are wondering how to stop that. And so they study all of these animals that have very solid streams in the morning. We can be done, he says. That's amazing. <laughs> no, so they study how, like, why does a, um, how does an octopus grow its arm back, 
right? How do seahorses or how do certain um, animals in the sea, especially, uh, change their their sex in order to be able to like create a, enough of a, a female or male population in a, in a in a certain species in order to continue to procreate? Well, what if we were able to learn from condors, uh, these California condors, how to reproduce asexually? How could you have a legitimate like mini Gregor uh, without having to uh, I don't know have sex I guess <laughs> I mean it kind of takes all of the fun out of the reproducing right I'm nailing it let me tell you <laughs> thank you depression <laughs> uh, wow that's um, it's like basically the story of Boba Fett right yeah <laughs> there you yeah. go the book of Boba Fett this year is all that's all what it's all about in a, yeah in a million years Ewan McGregor is going to visit our planet and some very tall alien which is definitely a descendant of you <laughs> uh, is he is going to be like we have your army for you and it's going to be a bunch of just California condors <laughs> ruby colored like just yeah yeah and it's and and i should be i should be very clear it's the current ewan mcgregor because the man is absolutely timeless <laughs> all right well that brings us home now it's time for what did we learn this week after all this is a very heady show brandon what it's did we very, learn this week it's a very meta show <laughs> gregor oh what did we learn this week yeah. i think that you should be careful otherwise you'll get a bone in your blowhole Gregor, what did we learn this week? Brandon going to send you a picture of his meta wiener, change his name to helicopter. <laughs> I'm posting that to Jewish Twitter. <laughs> All right, Gregor, what, did we, what else did we learn this week? Brandon loves it overly greasy and floppy, and I like it hard. Nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah! Thanks for checking us out every Tuesday, 10 a.m. We're back here doing this dumb thing and having a great time and laughing about wiener stuff. There's so much wiener stuff on this show. It's, but anyway. I mean, it's it's why skyscrapers are phallic, right? <laughs> why build wide when we can build up like a wiener? All right. Anyway, <laughs> next Tuesday, back here on the app, 10 a.m. Thanks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.